what's going on everyone how are we doing uh we are here you are joining us live once again end product podcast episode 74 no less and as always i'm joined by my sparring partner my partner in crime man like quinny how you doing mate i'm good mate i'm good uh just getting set up for leaving this painful midweek that is uh, the champions league and, and whatnot behind and looking forward to getting into some of the weekend action but it's um it's not been all quiet on the western front we've had a lot of a lot of rocky waves a lot of announcements a lot of fireworks maybe um from some quarters it's been a really eventful kind of week uh on and off the pitch this year boy so i'm looking forward to to get stuck into this one yeah there's definitely a lot to unpack uh big big roadmap update which we'll get into and of course there's been some tweaks to the website some news but before we get into any of that quinny this is the end product podcast do you have any end product to report for the weekend just gone uh, well at the weekend uh, <laughs> again despite celtic not really delivering much i just about hung in for i got a tier uh, like a tier five rare and a tier four super rare or something like that or maybe it was I think I maybe just held on for a tier three rare. It was a guy called Matisse Samos. That's how you say his name. He plays for Ghent. He seems okay. Goes for about 35 quid. Maybe it was a tier five actually, but he plays every week. And he's under 23. So I thought that was quite good. Uh, and then I got a wee super rare uh, called Robber. And he plays for Gihon in the Segunda division. And for a tier four super rare, he just spits out 50s and 60s. They're like second in the table. They eat up clean sheets for fun. As far as tier four supers go, I thought it was a bit of a win. So, not really good. Like, I did actually quite crap, but the rewards I actually landed in the club were good pools. That is decent. Yeah. I well, we had a big win on this side of. of yeah, I just thought I'd get that out of the way. <laughs> just get that to one side. <laughs> I managed to win U twenty three rare. I had to dodge a lot of big scoring players in those last couple of days. So it was a proper hair raising, uh, let's say like Monday, Monday night football um, and some of the fixtures in the sort of early hours of Monday. And even into, um, you know, I think I think it was the the Chelsea Tottenham game. There was a lot of lineups that could still do something. And I wasn't too worried about them at first because I was looking at some of the lineups and some of them had like, for me personally, something I always try and avoid if I've got the kind of the 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 choice to do so but some of the lineups had Tottenham defenders and Chelsea forwards in the same lineup so I was like they're going to cancel each other out it's hard for both of those to hit like a hundred you know like maybe one side will hit a hundred but the other's unlikely to you know if one player scoring a hat trick the defender's unlikely to score a hundred right so it was I felt quite confident going into that and then the way that that game panned out as you and I were texting watching it it was um quite hair raising to say the least because i think one of the the managers that could catch me had cole palmer and nicholas jackson in the lineup and that last few minutes was like big chance missed by jackson smashes in the, the hat trick cole palmer's amongst the goals and assists so those final moments of the game week were pretty nail biting i was watching my score refreshing so rare data i'm on the app i'm looking trying to figure out what needs to happen or what doesn't need to happen for my uh, lineup to hang in there so i managed to i managed to hang in there luckily um and won myself uh, first place um prize 
in under 23 rare this weekend came to me and it was a Martin Vandervoort rare card. Mm. So a really nice one to win. And you get the $500 as well on top of that, which is always nice. But yeah, Vandervoort, um, a highly sought after card. It wasn't the one I wanted to win from the pool. Um, obviously, we've got Bellingham in there, Harland, Vinnie Jr. I would have loved to have win one of those. Um, I do have a Vandervoort as well already. So, you know, from a sort of like, from the winner's perspective, it was a bit like, ah, not the card I wanted, but a great card to win. Um, as I spoke to you, Quinny, in the week, the sort of thought's been ticking over my head. What do I do with that reward? Do I keep him? Obviously, he's got U23 utility for a couple more seasons, um, but he does have that big move expected to Leipzig this summer. Um, so there is that cloud, like, is he going to start there straight away next season? I think he probably does, but, you, you know, anyone's guess. He might be He might be uh, slowly introduced. But, um, yeah, my thinking at the minute is all over the place. Do I sell him, try and take the money? I think I do need a U23 goalkeeper extra for next season if I want to compete in the two, um, you know, like pro or plus, as it's called now, and rare. Uh, I do have Van der Voort there, uh, my, my old card that has decent XP on it. So I'm thinking now maybe I swap him in for either another like top tier U23 keeper like Chevalier or Trubin, maybe. Um, that would probably mean, you know, a part exchange for Van der Voort plus a bit of ETH. Or sell Vandervoort and like put some ETH in there to, to purchase one of those goalkeepers who has a bit of a lower supply. Um, or do I chop him in now, like get him sold and then pick up maybe a, a, a cheaper option? Um, in my head, I'm thinking maybe like Trafford at Burnley on the basis that they might go down and then he will become a U23 goalkeeper with all of those championship fixtures next season in a team that should be competing at the top end of the table coming down from the Prem. Uh, so, yeah, a lot to think about. As it stands, I do have him listed for, you know, like floor price, or it was when I listed him. He might have come down a bit. So, yeah, waiting to see how that one pans out. Um, but also, yeah, it's underwent. Yeah, I, man I had a great game week. I managed to pick up a uh, Tier 2 um, in All-Star Rare as well, which happened to be like the top Tier 2 position in... Uh, in the pool and, and that was great because i think like if you're at the bottom end of that tier one you're maybe picking up an okay player or someone who's just hit a little pocket of form whereas if you go into tier two you're hitting like right at the top end of that pool like and i did i hit juan brunetta midfielder Ooh, uh, yes. at santos has an l15 of like 72 or something ridiculous so a very useful card there uh tier two a, a massive that's got to be like you know, like I, was, I was almost more excited about that than the Vandervoort when I looked into, you know, what that should be. Amazing. So buzzing about that. Uh, yeah, what a game week. Uh, picked up another, uh, I think it was a tier five, um, who I've moved on as well for 15 quid. So I've banked that. And uh, I did pick up a super rare as well in uh, All-Star, but right at the bottom and the end of things, uh, Alex uh, Bermejo, forward card. Um, and I've moved him on for like 60 quid. He's like a, a La Liga 2 forward. His scores are a little bit up and down, so probably quite useful for anyone trying to play cap 240. But for me, I have a lot of op good options um, in super rare. So for me, it was like just list him, bank the money, and someone's coming and 
picked him up off me uh, the other day. So all around, amazing. I think up right up there with one of my best ever game weeks, to be honest, because I got the uh, you know the the, the uh, cap two forty uh, super rare threshold as well in. So yeah, was was super happy with uh, with the end product this weekend, and hopefully it will continue on the weekend coming because this midweek is not looking like it's going to uh, be too fruitful for me. What about yourself? Yeah, the midweek is dead. It is absolutely crucified. Uh, to be honest with you, Braze, Mendez missed a penalty last night and that would have just, uh, my my champion plus team would be cooking right now mm. if he scored that penalty. It would be absolutely flying with one player to play tonight in a really good game. But yeah, crashed on the same as the weekend. Really, team just dashed on the hopes of victory, and that you know just crumbled into pieces. Uh, and yeah, so the weekend I'm more excited about. I'm not as excited about the weekend as I keep. I need to remind myself I'm not as excited. I'm more excited than I should be because the cap two seventy thing is still going on, and I think like yeah, now more than ever, less people will play that two seventy division, which just means more of those cards come into All-Star, come into Regions, etc. And I just think it's been really tough to win stuff over the last uh, three weekends, however long this has been on for. So I'm looking forward to that finishing and we can go back to normal. That kind of probably brings us into more probably what we should be chatting about uh, on the pod today is some of the stuff that's actually been unraveled because after the international break, not only is 270 going to be left alone, right? it's going to be its own thing again, but we're also going to have the Premier League competition on the go. And the super mm. cap is going to happen in 220, which feels like a bit of a master stroke as well in terms yeah. of the SO5 arena, like a great place for good prizes to come up uh, to, to, to become available in and a much better arena for the month long for probably I, the overall yeah, leaderboard definitely. dynamics, you know. Definitely. I think in terms of like the potential to level up for players who haven't got a rare goalkeeper as well, that cap 220 long form. Yeah. I think of people like my brother who plays limited. He's got rares, but he hasn't got a rare keeper. He could go into that and like have a solid month. You know, if he puts in a decent goalkeeper with a few rares and then smashes it for, for a month, he might find himself winning like a tier two rare or a tier one rare at the end of the month. And I think he probably represents a, a lot of people who play so rare. Cap 220 is a, a little bit more like you can go and pick up a few cheap rares off the market now for like pennies you could pick up some decent you know like l15s of like 51 or something like that who play in get you know have a decent fixtures uh ahead of them for the next seven eight weeks and uh yeah i, I like it i like it a lot i think even i think it's a, a tournament that i will definitely play more than i did 270 as well i don't know about you quinny but 270 felt a bit like I've got to take out another good goalkeeper, another option. If I'm going to attack that, I need to put good cards in it. Yep. 220, obviously, you are quite limited as to what you can play in that. So oh, yeah. I should have a useful lineup for that every week without it impeding too much on what else I'm doing. So I'm excited about it. And I think, I hope that it, you know, brings a bit of end product to some of our listeners who are maybe in that kind of, top end of limited dabbling in a bit of rare hopefully you guys can go out and get that in product in across the next month and hopefully a few uh a few of you manage to pick up a goalkeeper for the first time and that really starts to open things up um maybe that's something worth exploring i remember years back now 
there was a special weekly, wasn't there, where all of the rewards were goalkeepers. I don't know if you remember that, Quinny, yeah. what game that was. But that maybe... Was years ago. I was thinking, maybe what are you going to mention here? <laughs> maybe a month long. A month long where all of the rewards are goalkeepers um, in rare. Goalkeeper fest for, for Goal- beginners or something. Yeah, a goalkeeper, like a rare goalkeeper um, special monthly. And then maybe that is aimed only at people who have, you know, like less than a certain amount of rares. I don't know. Like, there might be some thought that needs to go into that. But I'd love to see that in terms of like a, a, a way to help people progress into rares maybe. Um, but yeah, as you mentioned, a lot. A lot to unpack in this race. The, the best thing about it being in 220 as well is because it might suck one good card out of everyone's gallery into mm. 220. And hardly anyone puts a good card into 220 deliberately at any True. scarcity at this point, you know. Um, because there is going to be star cards rewarded, I believe. I don't know if it's super, but definitely rare. There's definitely a star rare knocking around, I'm sure, maybe uh, limited. There's probably more than a couple. It's uh, so a really good prize pool in it for once. And, you know, the first thing that everyone's going to speak about or want to hunt out in the market is who is the L15 cheat code for the first couple of game yes. weeks you can maybe yeah. get your hands on a DNP keeper, guy coming back from injury, uh, whatever it may be, which is fine. But as this thing goes on, you can't rely on being able to churn them out as, you know, the month does roll on, you know. And 220, like you mentioned there, it is brutal to put yeah. a team into. It is so tight. You need a guy that comes off the bench, no matter what. Even if you've got, you know, DNP keeper, you can maybe just about get away with it, you know, depending on what else you're f- flying around. Because again, like, it's quite easy to go over that 220, even with, I suppose the DNP keeper makes it a lot easier, right? But again, that's just a one-off. It's not going to yeah. be some, you know, maybe in other positions you can shop around a little bit, but I don't think 220 players or anyone that is going to optimise this division um, is is always going to have that in their locker, if you know what I mean. I think it yeah. will be players that are like, yeah, I think, like I mentioned basically, I think like super subs are always good for this division if you know guys that can, uh, you know, maybe they've been coming off the bench recently quite a lot and it's one of those changes um, in terms of maybe they're getting 30 minutes now from the bench rather than 10. Because some of those guys in some of these leagues that get quite high scoring, yeah, you know, definitely forward. They get decisive every four games or something, you know. And if you get like three of them, and you kind of read the fixture and maybe get a bit lucky, then I don't know because you need players that can just arrive as well. Because see, getting guys that can just deliver you a solid fifty-five, no matter what their cap is on AA performance without a decisive bit of magic, you know, those ones are harder to get into to two twenty when you don't have that DNP spot. So. Be interesting to see the super subs that save people's lineups or make some people's game weeks. Very true, very true. And it's interesting looking now because you, you just mentioned a few bits there, and it got me looking at like the match long leaderboards currently in two seventy. And you know we've got two game weeks left. We have got this weekend and the week after. And you mentioned yourself like this might bring a few more cards back into the kind of mix of just the regular tournaments. So I had a little look at mine to just figure out what is the play here for me in the next couple of weekends. As it stands, I am in the cards in limited. Um, I'm 95 points off the cards in rare, um, but I've you know I think I've got Paqueta to play to this week. Um, he's got a good fixture. Yes. I've got him captain, so you know there's 150 points to play for there in his fixture. Um, if he can, if he can, you know, pull a big, bigger performance out of the hat. And I think that if that does happen, that will put me among the rewards in rare, 
which means I've got two weeks to try and improve my position or like solidify my place in the cards. Super rare, I'm a little bit further out, which suggests to me that if I if I don't have like a spare goalkeeper for the weekend, then that is probably going to be left now that and I'll just have to like accept that I'm not going to finish in the cards um, for that one. I reckon a lot of people will be in a similar position now. Like this is it, right? This game week now, you're either playing for the next two weeks or you're not touching it. And um, yeah, I think it, for me, it looks a bit like limited and rare will be played for. But super rare I'm going to be out of, which is definitely, to go back to your initial point, does make you think, right, those sort of like rare plus divisions and super rare divisions are probably going to be quite a bit stronger this weekend for those players that, are going to kind of like step aside from the month long. Um, and I wonder if that will be the case with 220, because I feel like it won't. I feel like 220 will be an opportunity to compete every week um, for a lot of people. Um, and if you if it isn't, it is potentially there, like you said, pick up a card. You can pick up a quick limited to fill a gap or something like that, you know, it, if you really want to compete. So really intrigued to see how that's going to pan out. Um, and yeah, it was definitely... One of the lesser, almost like because of all of the other things that we have had as part of this roadmap announcement, that one almost went under the radar a bit, didn't it? Because a lot of people are talking about the Premier League side of the update. Um, for anyone that doesn't know, they've announced that there's going to be a special uh, winter edition of a Premier League tournament that's going to run across all the scarcities, like obviously separately from each other, with up to a half a million dollars in cash prizes to be awarded uh how excited quinny were you to read the news of that and do you think this is a tournament that you're going to be shuffling uh, your gallery around to get involved in uh, i probably won't be shuffling my gallery around to get involved in it sadly i think it's i think three new season cards as you get up the scarcities is very very tough like rare i think it's borderline maybe just because i you know we're in november so like if you do support one of these teams you are involved in the premier league like if you've got a stack having threes maybe not completely out the question maybe you've got one as a reward maybe you've bought two maybe you've bought three or four you know so i'm, I'm we're rare i think it's borderline we're limited i don't think it's an issue uh, but we're super and i believe it's open and unique as well like it just feels like why like you know there surely isn't enough going around up there for that to be viable you know so um true i don't really have enough cards in any direct scarcity i don't have any goalkeepers in that division i'm very light on forwards in the premier league i do have midfielders and defenders in little spots here and there but not much so yeah it's not something i would i'm going to be going after sadly but i'm very pleased that a lot of the end product audience a lot of the a lot of the subscribers on the youtube channel at like 23001 as well are like english premier league fans who were buzzing when the premier league mm. came on and they got collections of limiteds and rares and some of the clubs aren't that fancied some of them i know we've got misaki here saying villa are playing tonight it's also a huge villa to glory following yeah uh, thanks to yeah. thanks to wayne and you know uh, even and a bunch of other people you know so um for those people i think this is an amazing competition where they are they're the whales <laughs> They can yeah, pick yeah. their whole squad of West Ham, Newcastle, Villa, you know, whoever it is, and they know who the team's going to be. They know when they've got a good game. And over the piece, you know, like I think enough managers will fancy their collection to to get them a result. So I think it's yeah. a great competition. Very excited for it, but it won't be for me. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of with you on that. I've had a little look while we are talking about it, just to sort of like 
have a look at my gallery. I've just filtered out all of my Premier League cards and I only have one current season card at the moment. And, uh, you know, that's Lyle Foster who plays up top for Burnley. So he's not going to be playing. He's yeah, he's, he is currently injured, but he, I don't know. How long is he injured for? Have you, have you seen I, that? I know it's a proper injury. Like he's out yeah. like maybe three weeks or something. I don't know. So, yeah, I, I, I may be making that up. Check out. I, yeah, I'd, injury. I'd have to win a couple more, I think, or or buy a couple more to really start looking at that. But again, like similarly to you, goalkeeper is not an option for me. So, um, and that goes for limited as well, to be honest. I don't have any new season limited. Uh, I don't think I have any new season limited cards full stop, actually. I don't think I've, I haven't been, uh, limited hasn't been so fruitful for me. Uh, I do, I do have one. I've got one, Manu Sanchez, uh, who plays yeah. for Ego. Um, but he is up for sale. You know, I'm not, uh, I'm not really competing in that in that market, and I think it might be a little bit of a stretch for me to compete unless I do some good trading. I think uh, yeah. it might be. So yeah, it might. Maybe I need to have a little look more at the kind of prize pools. How likely I am to get anywhere near it, but yeah, I think there's a lot of people out there collecting that will be way ahead of both of us in the pickings uh, yeah. in terms of what I'd need to pick up to compete. And also, like then, you know, picking up cards that I can use beyond this competition because I'm not, I'm not like a chop and change kind of guy. I like to pick up cards that I'm going to use for a long time. So, you know, like short of picking up like a Man United collection or something like that. But the way we're playing at the moment, <laughs> I don't know how much use that had actually. Um, I don't want to bring it up, mate. I thought I'll yeah. carry the Champions League burden. Oh. But oh, don't did. I know it's been you mentioned them, <laughs> it has been horrendous, them. hasn't it? As a sport, but yeah, that, yeah, it's uh, yeah, we've got people in the chat shouting out Copenhagen, and I'll oh, pick up Josh Shaw, who's subscribed as well. Thank you for that. Uh, if anyone is listening or watching on Twitch, you can chuck us a little Prime sub if you link your Twitch account to your uh, Amazon Prime. It won't cost you anything. So thank you for that, Josh. Appreciate that. Um, but yeah, back back to the subject in hand. I'm not going to get too deep into this whole Man United debacle. We do it on here quite a bit, don't we, Quinny? But um, yeah, horrendous <laughs> result. Um, yeah, let's not let's not get too much into the red card and all of that. But but yeah, buying a Man United stack probably not advisable on a financial uh, uh, financial advice vibe. Um, so, yeah, don't think it's one that I'll be uh, taking up myself. Uh, and will I enter the Premier League? Probably not. If I do, it might be for a bit of fun, maybe at limited level. But, yeah, I think I'm with you, Quinny. I'm, you know, if I'm looking at that rare, picking up a goalkeeper, it it would have to be a trade. And I have to feel like, you know, I was getting the, the good end of any trade deal for any kind of... You can't play an old season. Or you can't, you know, so it says Premier League scores count. But you need to have three cards from this season. So yeah. I believe, like I've got a Guardiola at Leipzig, I could use him. It doesn't need yeah. to be a Premier League card for all five of them, and then three of them need to be this season. So like the goalkeeper, maybe there's a few creative angles with it. But I think ultimately, if you don't have a goalkeeper, you know, champ as far as champion rare keepers go, Premier League ones were always just a wee bit more pricey than the average mid-table Serie A guy anyway. Yeah, and now they're probably just going to get an extra wee ten percent on top at the moment so i think it just makes it a wee bit harder if you've not got them already but i think that's i think kind of secures the prize pool from people like me and you yeah or the people that either have those collections now i've seen 
a few of the people that I referenced a moment ago actually with us in the chat, they're now saying that they aren't actually able to submit a team at the moment. They only have like two new season limited, uh, two new season rares or one or something like that. Mm. Um, or none, you know, in some cases they've got an old season collection and they feel a wee bit like, oh, I should maybe, you know, do I need to pick some up? But I do think that the leaderboard is very much protected from anyone that's like a goalkeeper away from it. Yeah. Because you're not going to go into it with, you know, you're not going to go and seek that out. I think it's going to be interesting for anyone that is playing this. I think fixture difficulty and as Alex on the chat has just mentioned, uh, how the amount of fixtures you've got across that window of opportunity as well is going to be a big thing for anyone that is picking up any cards or players specifically for this tournament. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to take a look at that. I think that's yeah. something that most so rare players don't do unless you do unless you are a week to week player. I'm not looking at like their next six games when I pick up a card. I'm normally looking at the next few years and the potential trajectory of a player. So that'll be interesting for anyone that is picking up um, and a good point raised there by the chat. So thank you for that. Um, yeah, I love that. And, and Josh makes a good point as well about, you know, including, you know, encouraging users money into the system and all that kind of stuff. So I get that to the business aspect of it all. Um, I just think especially like for the, the blues and the blacks, it's a bit stiff, man. You know, you're asking a lot. But for anyone that's capable of doing it, of competing in this division, it is going to be quite segregated. You know, you're not going to have as much uh, exposure to just people like, say, like us that have just got like quite decent galleries and could maybe put a team out and could be maybe handy a few game weeks, more handy than maybe some other people. So I think the 220 and the Premier League thing, I think they give the people that will compete in them firm advantages again we've got some people in the chat that are talking about how they regularly compete in 220 they enjoy it they win cards regularly and they are mad excited for this competition you know so i think for anyone that's like one foot in the door of these divisions already either with 220 getting a track record of wins or with premier league you've got the goalkeeper you've got like everything maybe you're missing the, the, the new season element point blank you need three of them you need two you need one yeah um, could be a great competition for people that can they can pick a squad every week manipulate the fixture who's who's available who's on sets this week who's coming off the you know whatever yeah so, another good yeah. point raised by the chat was something i wanted to bring up with you as well quinny and i think this is an important one especially for people like us and probably most of our listeners who are probably like the hardcore right if you listen to this podcast you probably like take this game really seriously and you know you're invested in it time and money is invested into it uh, so rare josh says i like the new cards push too many users myself included aren't putting new money into the ecosystem and uh, that is backed up by a human alien who says i have only one prem card it has definitely got me thinking when i wouldn't have been before and quinny i don't know about you but i would agree with that as well i'm definitely someone at the moment who has who's winning enough and has enough like of a broad gallery that I can trade in and out of cards that I need if I want to, um, which does definitely mean maybe I'm not putting as much money back into the ecosystem as I might have been a season or two back when we maybe didn't have the supply that we've got now versus the kind of onboarding. Um, and it's probably a bit easier to get hold of cards now than it was. If you wanted a certain player a couple of seasons ago, you really had to like wrestle with another owner for that card because there was always such a competition for the good cards in auction so um yeah i think it definitely does that and i think from a business perspective as you mentioned quinny this is probably going to bring a little bit of an uptick on those card prices um which is another thing i wanted to pick up on as well is so rare have also introduced this kind of like buy it now price on the limiteds um yeah 
And I think that that tied in with the point that was just made in the chat. It feels like a marriage made in heaven, doesn't it? It's like, here's the Prem program. You can win up to half a million dollars worth of cash prizes. Here's cards you can buy right now for that. You don't have to wait for an auction. And therefore, it should be hopefully bringing in some fresh money into the market and pushing people like myself, those in the chat, um, to maybe put their hand in their pocket. Um, what do you make of all that, Quinny? Do you think this feels like a good strategic, uh, they, you know, they've delivered this all at the time that they have. They've probably been thinking about this behind the scenes for a long time because it wasn't teased at all, was it? Any of this. And then all of a sudden, bang. But um, it definitely feels like a well-calculated kind of effort from the team at SoRare. Yeah, because uh, I think the, the, the whole buy now thing is mainly aimed at the rivals and the mobile purchasing. You know, that's, I think they're, you know, it's, 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 you know, from when I read the, the announcement when it came out, that seemed to be the main agenda, the main, you know, point of existing for the buy now originally is like, this is something that can go onto the mobile app on Apple Store, it'll be available, Android will be soon. And, you know, like you say, then you've got that pick up and play element of you can just go and get a card right now because people do do that on the secondary market anyway. Um, against buying an auction and auctions, as we know, is always, it's the number one thing you tell a beginner, buy from auctions as much as you can, because you'll probably get a cheaper price depending on the card in question. You know, sometimes the secondary will do you better if you can directly negotiate. But again, a new user's not got Discord and they're not going to go and you know, jump in and do all that kind of yeah. stuff, you know. So everyone starts on the secondary market when they first buy cards. My first card was bought in the secondary market. It was, um, I was actually saying to you earlier, or no, it was actually, with, uh, I was chatting with uh, Harry Boy and, and Charlie, but my first card, I, I forget which one it was now. If it was either Gabriel Magales or Gianluca Mancini, it was one of them. But the first time, the first card I bought was on the secondary market. I had to put money in, I had to pay an extra fee because it was a card purchase and it was all that stuff. It was ancient, yeah. obviously. Um, so that's what everyone does. Everyone overpays on their first card. So I don't feel there's any need to protect the user and give them floor price or give them better than last auction or something ridiculous like that. You just put it out there for a convenience price, 15 quid, 20 quid. Oh, the last auction went for 12. You yeah. Know, it's three quid, you know, it's eight quid, depending on your work example you're, you're working with here. I don't think it's an issue. I don't think it's anything to worry about. But what I don't think has really been touched about, Stishy Boy, and if so there, do listen to the show, uh, Fist Bump. Thank, hope you're enjoying it. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a, leave a big <laughs> comment and a rate and review and all that good stuff. But um, I would love to see the illiquid squad guys that never get cards issued. It's super and unique get buy now options on them. Oh, yeah. guys that are like, they clearly get squads for, you know, they've got pictures, but the guys that just never get minted because they're never going to come on that algorithm to get auctioned and no one ever wants to win them as a reward for whatever so reason. True. You just so slap, true. Them up, slap them up there for whatever you think the price is for depending on position and age. You know, you will need to take that into consideration, I think, because it would be a blue or a black card we're talking about now. But then, you know, maybe the blues, you need to worry about supply because it's good sometimes that Supers only get two mints in a season. It's good to market dynamic-wise. Yeah. You know? Maybe maybe you move that to four or five with this kind of method, you know. But so they themselves are missing out on selling a couple of cards. Us as managers are always like, oh, I'd love to have got a guy that season, but they only yeah. made two, and two whales won them as rewards, so they were not going to sell them, and you were never going to get one, you know. So there's always guys out there that maybe they should just be slapping in the shop window and saying... Yeah, we're never going to give him away or whatever. But if you want to buy him, he's I, I love that. 800 quid, you know. I think 
the, the way the best way to do this obviously i don't think that works at this stage in the season because it might you might end up with cards that are massively undervalued because we haven't had enough limited sales or whatever blah blah, blah. but I love your point there and i would suggest that what they could do is bundle this into a another version of this tournament that runs for maybe like the last four games of the season let's say and it's like mm -hmm. an end of season sale and like anyone in that tier four or five that hasn't hit like the top end of their maybe super rare and unique uh obviously unique you only get one anyway but maybe you put like a bargain basement in and it is literally like a buy it now super rare and unique auctions on anyone in that sort of like tier four or five category that would like you said the algorithm's never going to mint a tier five unique of someone that just doesn't happen they only auction the cards that the whales are after and going to put the money in to spend and you know it gets the attention like the wemben yammers in in um you know in, in nba those sort of cards endrix you know we see the big auctions for Bruno Fernandez, Hendricks, Verts, Bellingham. Those are the players that get the big unique auctions at the moment, but we don't hear anything of like the Luca Oyens of this world. Like, I probably hasn't had his unique uh, issued this season. Do you know what I mean? But Luca Oyen is a good player, but there's how many hundreds of players that don't get a unique uh, in their rookie season? Do you know what I mean? Like a lot of rookie cards out there don't get a unique. They just get the rares um, and the limiteds, and some of them might even Yeah, that's criminal but, for Soria, really. To be quite honest with you, yeah, like, if you've got a rookie, you should be getting a U. Exactly, and I, I think, know. like, come the last month of any season or last two months, maybe I don't know. Obviously, it's a lot of um, auctions we're talking, but if you do a buy it now based on you know limited sales or something like that, and maybe throw some kind of like multiplier in there for like their potential based on what i don't know maybe football manager rates them their potential on them or something like that use some kind of metric to like give them a set price and be like this unique is on sale for one eth buy it now like you know it's not getting auctioned but there's a buy it now it's only going to be a buy it need now to be like i think it would need to be somewhat indiscriminate if you know what i mean i think it would need to be especially if they're dnp merchants like if yeah. it is a guy that is a dnp ridder you know he's maybe got like three appearances in L40 or something like that at the most. Guys like that, I think you just slap a figure on them, 0.8 ETH or a grand yeah. in whatever currency you're in or whatever they want to do. I mean, I, I would definitely... Those ones, you know, because otherwise you're getting into the weeds yeah. and, then it, and then, oh, why? Oh, that guy's too good to be on the buy it now. He should actually have been kept for rewards rather than yeah. something, you know, because there is rewards to be taken into this as well, obviously, for use because they do give some of them out, you know, so... I love like, the idea of that, yeah. I, I think that's something I thought hasn't been talked about. That, that was mm. the first thing I thought about when I seen the buy it now. I was like, oh, it's just the first thing I went to look for was the scarcity tab. I was like, what, is he, what, what super rares are here? <laughs> what yeah. rares are here? You know, what are they selling? What have they got? You know, but there wasn't a scarcity tab. No, no. You can kind of understand why because I think like the I get it. totally get yeah, it. Yeah, the liquidity, it's really hard to value, isn't it? The the even the rare, even the rares, some of them can be quite hard to value based on like their limit if they're not selling many limiteds. But totally. super rare is really hard, isn't it? And I think like as a super rare player, you see that, don't you, in the prize pool? Like the the super rare I won um, this weekend, I think it was a tier three or four, um, but, and his value was like you know point three four five ETH as far as like so rare is concerned in terms of statistically, like that was his last super sl but that super s was sold about a year ago so it's like i sold it for like 80 quid because based on his rare and limited sales that's probably what it's worth it's about you know it was about 
seven times the rare sale or something like that. And yeah, I think um I think agent position would come into it for sure. But those definitely. ones that are very hard to value, like it's a goalkeeper or he's under twenty three or he's forty. With you know, young goals, <laughs> you know, <laughs> okay. yeah, and 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 young players in general, I think you have to. That's why I said like the metric for like maybe multiplying based on their, you know, if they're a hyped player. Someone in the chat's asking, do I rate Luca Oyen highly? I I do actually. I think he is that the injury last season slowed, slowed him down, and he hasn't found his way back into the first team properly just yet. But he'll get there. Um, I do rate him highly. I think if he can refine that potential. Um, and get back into the swing of uh, starting games. He'll he'll show himself a bit more. But yeah, just to go back to the point we were talking about on this unique and yeah, I, I'd love to see. And yeah, like you, you, someone else was talking about. I think it was M Pen. I was reading an article that he wrote recently on his Medium about the supply. Like some players will only get like forty four of their hundred minted in a season, um, on average or something like that, and it's. You know, if you move that up to super rare, what's that? Like some players will only have three, three, two, or four, some of them two, unless it's like a top tier player, then they might get eight, nine, ten. Right. Um, so yeah, there's definitely scope there, potential for so rare to maybe earn a bit of money at the end of the licenses running out, get some of these super rares in the market. Uh, without, I guess, the then they just have to figure out how do we do that without flooding the market with illiquid. Uh, super rare cards, and I guess they have to know if the power hour isn't it? They used to do power hour auctions, it's keep it the same kind of thing, yeah. yeah I guess so, yeah. Keep it like, like you say, like Black Friday sale kind of vibes, doors mm. open on the club shop, end of season, you know. in basement vibes, yeah, definitely. Aye. Never, it, uh, that's a, a good point. That I'm glad, and maybe like price categories, like I was, I was just thinking about what I've seen earlier, but like you could have it maybe like a premium. Is like 1.5, an average guy be one, a rubbish guy be 0.8, even within that, like if he's under 23 or, you know, so they could, you know, they could do lots of cool things, which, uh, so I think the buy now feature is, that that's the main thing I thought about is, like, oh, where could this go? Like, where could this make everyone's life a bit better? But it's, it's clear to see the intentions and the design of what they've done so far is onboarding for rivals for the mobile app to be actually purchased an app. So I know yeah. I'm away by the fairies talking about a lot of this stuff, but it was just um, a wee bit of fun. And I thought something that's not been mentioned much yet. So yeah, no, it's good. Um, good point you raise. And, and another point you just raised there about like, you know, the rivals and stuff like that. It feels like we're edging very close to that. This, all of this stuff feels like it's like, you know, buy it now, big premier league push rivals is coming. I think we are on the cusp of the first really big marketing moment for, so rare if you see what they did in the nba with the hundred thousand dollar reward that is like literally yeah. land on nba.com and it's there with like all of the the current kind of like season statistics you know can you imagine where this could land on the premier league app next to like fpl it's like there's fpl but here's so rare which is obviously a partner because if you play fpl you all have seen when you signed up this season you opt in or out of emails about so rare so it's totally viable that SoRare will land on the like, main app for Premier League and the website. Um, could be really massive potential moment here. Uh, you know, putting half a million into the prize pool makes you wonder how much is going to go into uh, marketing as well because they're budgeted for that. And, um, you know, marketing can be quite expensive. Uh, but I think $500,000 is a big draw. That sounds like an enormous amount of money. Obviously, that isn't the main prize. 
that's like yeah. across the month whatever but nonetheless it is a big offering and yeah i feel like this is it this could be the moment that we've all been waiting for in terms of like that marketing moment nicholas has been a lot more active hasn't he on twitter this week i don't know if you've been following that as well yeah yeah nicholas has been all over it i was going to say on the nba stuff uh the Wemby unique win the Wembyana, and you'll never walk alone mark won it i can't mm. remember the exact fee in ethereum but it was about 100k or so and uh, he responded to Soraya's NBA announcement saying, after he won the unique, that's your, that's your price pool paid for. Go to up it now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's basically so time to win Banyana to play for it, you know. So with half a mil in this Premier League one, it's definitely exciting, but feels like the beginning, you know, which is always the exciting part of a lot of this. And it's a big part of this show. A lot of the people that do come to, to listen, to, especially when we're uh, doing the live record and catch it on Spotify and YouTube and whatever is it's like you know watching this thing grow as we've been kind of playing the game along with it trying to stay ahead of the curve as the game develops and everything as well so this rivals thing seems to be it's going to be its whole own like pillar of yeah. gameplay strategy and integration but there does seem to be some good crossover with cards and bonuses that might pay off in that respect so it'll be interesting to see how it all pans out I'm looking forward to it definitely a uh, quick one quinny quick fire question uh you and I both said that we probably won't be kind of indulging ourselves in this Premier League tournament or dipping into the market. If you had to pick one player, though, to uh, if if you were like one, if you were one player off and you needed to pick up one card to complete your team, what would be like your key? Who would be your pickup for uh, the Premier League tournament if you could pick up one card? What scarcity we're talking? Um, let's let's go across any scarcity. So like just a player, like. Who are you backing to like be a big scorer this uh, this month? Well, I've got one right at the tip of my tongue, but it'll make me sound like a broken record. So <laughs> I can't hear it. Um, so I'll say it right, and then I might give you another one when I think of something that's a bit more off, yeah, a bit more ingenious, as it were. But Ebri uh, Chiesi is back from injury. He's going to be back in the Palace team, and like. They've not been scoring goals without him as freely. So you expect their production goes up. He's a huge AA machine. He dribbles, he wins duels for fun in that midfield. He goes box to box. He gets into the final third. Uh, he's a big AA machine. And if he just gets a decisive, he's good for 80. You know, he's a really big pitcher in that respect. So yeah. he's just, the rare is not that cheap. The, there's only two of them on. Limited, especially old season. Very affordable, very easy to get. New season one isn't really that out of reach. Depends on your budget. So he may be one. I've not looked at Palace's fixtures, but I did see someone in the chat saying that they stacked on Palace. So I don't know if their fixture list might actually be favourable. Um, but that was one that was at the tip of my tongue. It, what about you, Sash? Did you have one? I I have had a little look at the fixture difficulty, Matt, over the course of the next six games. And yes. I fancy West Ham. They've got Nottingham Forest, Burnley, Palace, Tottenham, Fulham and Wolves. Uh, so I'm going to be back in James Ward-Prowse, I think. He is a monster scorer anyway, but there's a lot of opportunity for goals there in the West Ham squad. The only issue I do have with West Ham is they've obviously got European fixtures um, in and around as well, so there could be a bit of rotation. But um, yeah, I think West Ham um, have a potentially decent uh, month ahead. Um, Nottingham Forest could be dark horses as well because their fixtures look West Ham, Brighton, Everton, Fulham, Wolves, and then Tottenham right at the end. So I think that if you were 
playing the month long with a view to chop and change a bit. Maybe go Nottingham Forest because you can pick up some pretty cheap players. Um, and then, yeah, like the last fixture being Tottenham, you could even, you know, if you were in a position to compete still, as we were talking about with this month's sort of 270 and where we're at, are you going to bother anymore? If you are amongst the rewards at that stage, you could swap out um, your players and, you know, like switch things up for that final fixture against Tottenham, which is obviously a tough fixture. But Nottingham Forest playing against West Ham, Brighton, um, two teams that have European fixtures. Um, you know, you might fancy Forest there for a bit of a bargain basement um effort but yeah I, I so if i was to pick a forest player i'd probably be like morgan gibbs white um like him uh probably not the most consistent scorer but if he can find himself in the first team um starting 11 he creates a lot of big chances so hopefully they can get someone on the end of them who can put them away but ward prowse similar reasons west ham set pieces we know how good he is from a free kick um so yeah I think Ward Prowse and then maybe Gibbs White um, or, you know, I, I like Dominguez in midfield. I don't think he's got Forest cards minted, though, so he's probably unavailable, as is maybe players like Sangare in, in that in that Forest team. But, um, but yeah, be interesting to see which players do kind of like shine through the uh, through that through that. Is it six, seven game game weeks? But yeah. I think, see, from some of the videos I've been making on my channel about a lot of the Premier League clubs, I know a lot of them have got a really tough fixture list coming up. Like, uh, so I've just looked at Arsenal's, it's not easy. City, although they're City, you know, they're not playing any easy teams. They never do, obviously, but they still win. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you look at the injury situation at Newcastle, that's not going to get any better overnight. Aston Villa, you know, are doing great, but playing midweeks for the next few weeks, certainly. Um, I don't know, I really like the look at Brentford overall as a kind of known element you know they don't really they're quite predictable in terms of their team their shape generally the results fixtures don't look great but you do get brent for uh, you do get luton and brighton and chef you but and well, you get three good fixtures there right in the middle but there yeah. is some hard ones that will be tough i don't know when does it start precisely again i think it starts in next weekend maybe is it next weekend after the international break yeah so yeah so and you mentioned palace and they got Everton, Luton, West Ham, Bournemouth. That's a good start, isn't it? In terms of like potential yeah, goals, um, potential clean sheets there as well. Um, so, yeah, I think. Uh, and then they've got Liverpool, Man City at the end of that. So it might be, there's definitely a play there, isn't there? For people playing that game. It might be a like first half of the of of the tournament, this team, second half that team. And if you can switch in, in and out, I'm sure there'll be a lot of activity, especially in that last couple of game weeks of people that, are pushing for the rewards so yeah it's gonna be interesting to see it play out probably not something that either you or i'll be getting involved in by the sounds of it but if anyone is listening yeah. we'll be keeping an eye on you we should like set up a little manager following on uh on so red data so we can we can follow all of our listeners and find out exactly. who's, uh, who's in amongst the rewards at the end of it who's in amongst the end product at the end of it of course um what else was there to unpack from that update that we haven't touched on just yet Quinny? Um, I think that might have been the oh, size of it. Two twenty fitness. They're oh, removing. Fitness. They're removing. Yeah. So they've gone back on the idea. How could I forget of the fitness? Yeah. Uh, that definitely was something that I was a little bit iffy on when they first announced it. So the idea of fitness and like stadium upgrades and stuff like that. Um, I wasn't too sold on that. So I'm quite happy to 
here that they've decided to knock that on the head. What about you, Quinny? I wasn't that bothered about it in the first place. So, it's, yeah, it's one of those ones where it's good that they've, that they've made some clarity on it. You know, I thought if they're going to do it, they've probably put a lot of work into it and it shouldn't be as bad as people are imagining. But, um, yeah, obviously it was. And so they said, okay, we're not going to do that. <laughs> so that's fine. And if that was the case, then, yeah, bullet dodged. I think it's good that they've obviously listened to the community. There was definitely a big, overwhelming kind of like negative sentiment to that announcement when it first came out. So I'm sure that got them thinking on it. But for me, it just, it complicate. I think it's already quite a complicated game. And if you're trying to go to mass market with it, you know, you don't need another percentage bonus that like has to be calculated. And the idea of like, you know, like buying your players and sticking with them for them to become like less useful as you use them. I'm not, a massive fan of that so yeah i think collection bonus uh you know like scarcity bonus all that i think that makes sense and i think that would add in another like percentage bonus or like a decimal point or anything to any of this is is i think we've got enough now i don't think that they need to be toying with xp too much more um it just gets beyond complicated um so yeah i think uh i was glad to see uh the back of that especially like the stadium upgrade stuff as well i don't mind a bit of uh the idea of maybe like using so rare coins to kind of like jazz up your gallery or the way it, that, that your landing page looks like that. That's, I think that makes more sense. And yeah. maybe that's where they'll go with it. I don't know. But um, on the subject of coins, that's another thing that I didn't mention, but I did actually manage to win a uh, jersey. Oh, you got one too. Did you get one as well, Quinny? Did you get? We not spoke about it. Yeah, I got one. I got a mind. I got a mind. Oh, so, yeah. So I, I don't know what I've got yet. I, I won it in the week. Um, one of those uh, champ Euro uh, from yeah. last season shirts, unsigned. Um, but I saw your video actually, and you said that it means that now that it's kind of like X'd out for you for, or is it six weeks or something like that? So for, for unsigned for three months. Oh, so you can still go for signed and stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, that's good because I, I was when I saw your content, I did think, ah, oh, I wish I'd have just waited to try and get a signed thing because I'd much rather have signed something of a random team than an unsigned something. I'm just really hoping that a Premier League uh, shirt doesn't land in my uh, in my post box because that will be swiftly getting um, listed on eBay or something like that. But I don't mind a Palace shirt if it's not Man United or Palace. I'm, it's it's getting it's getting launched but i'm just hoping i get like you know a la liga number a bundesliga a league on something like that be would be better i definitely hoping that something like that comes something a bit random don't mind uh there's not really any teams i really dislike i just can't wear a premier league team shirt that's not man united or you know palace i don't mind i don't mind palace but but yeah, I'm, I'm glad to hear that then, because I, I definitely would like to try and get myself something signed. Um, yeah. FIFA Royalties just jumped in the chat and said that um, they've never owned a Prem card and now have six really looking forward to the new competition. So there's a lot of people in the chat who are extremely enthusiastic about it, which is great. Um, awesome. Yeah, great to hear that. And. And hopefully, yeah, I mean, if there's anyone else listening, if you're watching this in the future on Quinny's YouTube channel or uh, listening via Spotify, drop a little message, a comment. Let us know who you're stacking, who you're playing, what's your strategy. It'd be good to pick up on this again as things progress to kind of follow what everyone's up to. Um, But yeah, on 
on that note, Quinny, what else were we going to talk about? I'm just getting into our like sort of notes of things that we wanted to pick up. Um, any teams in particular to discuss ahead of this game week? Any strategies for the game week um, coming up? Another big weekend of fixtures. Uh, anything that is taking your fancy particularly? Any teams that are on your watch list at the minute? I'm still... Uh, no, nothing too exciting, mate, to be honest with you. This weekend, I say it's the last one before we get an international break. Uh, so, and I think this is probably one of the weekends where you know, or this international break, even we're going to know a lot about a lot of the teams so far this season. It's, this is a good international break for like reflection on where are you missing every game week this year. So I was doing gallery reviews earlier this week on the YouTube channel, and uh, you know, we're looking through some anyway. But sometimes you can look through your results and you can constantly see you've not got a defender that gets over sixty, or you can yeah. see you've constantly got forwards that don't score goals or, you know, whatever it might be. Some things are obvious, some things are harder to notice, but um, as much as we like doing lineup builders and going forward and trying to plan out your gallery and, oh, can I fit this many teams out? And, oh, I need a defender of this shape and size and I need a mid and, uh, you know, this is always a good point to go back and look at who's been scoring points, who's not been scoring. What's the difference between nothing and tier five or what's the difference between tier five and tier three or, you know, what, you know, what's the difference in that point? So I think this game week is just a roll them all out there. Hope they all play as many minutes as they possibly can and they get the results you want. And then it's, you know, get them into training and have a look at them all and see what they're made of. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I'm struggling a bit with my lineups this weekend. I've been trying to figure out what, um, what I would need to kind of like, what is my strongest lineup? Like most weekends I can kind of see quite obviously where the strong lineup is or where the big fixtures are. And, there's nothing really jumping out at me uh, at the minute. So I'm stuck with maybe, maybe, maybe all-star is like where the big, the big guns go this weekend with that in mind, just like had the U23 win last weekend. Fixtures fell quite nicely for me there, but this weekend come in, I, nothing is like overpowered. Uh, even in all-star last week, I had the Chinese super league, which now I don't have that's gone. Uh, so yeah, my, my, my big guns from China, um, are not going to be causing big trouble anywhere on the leaderboards for anyone who enjoyed that pun. Thank you. Um, but the, um, yeah, I'm struggling, struggling for where to put the big guns this weekend. I think they are a little bit thinly spread. So I think maybe all star or some of those cat modes might even go like, heavy into cap 240 and you know like lock in the cash prize but hope hopefully do well enough to land in the cards as well that's always nice in in cap 240 isn't it it's quite tough to do but um i think if you go in there with a gallery i've got a nice big gallery of you know i've got a lot of options there now so maybe i'm going to go heavier into cap 240 nailing those uh thresholds but also hopefully pushing for some of the card rewards as well so maybe that maybe that's my play this weekend and um, in terms of fixtures and teams though uh ajax look like they are potentially having a bit of a turnaround new manager in um they've got a tough fixture in the midweek against brighton but uh this weekend uh they play almir city which is a good fixture for anyone in the eredivisie um but almir have done better than people expected i suppose but Ajax looked like they might be finding a bit of rhythm finally. So definitely my team to watch now. I think that a lot of those cards have probably hit the floor and will start to bounce back up now. 
if they can find a run of form. Uh, PSV have another good fixture, but they have one every weekend at the moment, don't they? The form that they're in. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely be keeping my eye on those two. Um, Joey Veerman is banging out hundreds of fun again, which is always nice to see. Um, he was taken off early uh, yesterday, so I will be making sure that that wasn't anything injury-related or uh, fitness-related. But yeah, I'll, I'll be keeping an eye on those two fixtures um, specifically. I think I've mentioned those two clubs on here before. They are teams that I always keep an eye on. So yeah, I'll be doing the same again this weekend. What about you boys? How do you fancy Celtic's chances? Um, is it Aberdeen this weekend? At home to Aberdeen, I'll be at the game. I'm doing actually a bit of a giveaway on, I'm giving a ticket away on Instagram. So if anyone's want to come to the game, you follow me on Instagram. If you don't, make sure you do follow me at 23001 underscore at the end. And uh, yeah, so I'll be going to the game and I'm, I'm one of these jammy people that normally when I go to the games, I win. So I'm quite excited for the game. I think it is the last game before the international break. We've just had that awful, awful result against Atletico Madrid. Mm. Normally expect a bit of a bounce back. Aberdeen played tonight. We played on Tuesday as well. So there's a wee bit of that in our favour. We're at home. I think uh, it will be a very good game for Celtic. But it's hard to really kind of pick the team in that spirit, given the way the last kind of two or three SO5 results especially have went, you know. True. Uh, not had Kyogo scoring, had VAR decisions taken away decisives all over the place. It's been a bloody nightmare. Um, honestly, people think, oh, that Quinny guy just gets Celtic and he just wins all the time, but that's not the way it goes, man. You win a couple of times, you can win a couple of big times a season with Celtic, but you don't win every week, you know. There's always pain, always a bit of pain in Scotland. And um, yeah, that's one of those ones. So... Yeah, I've, I'm looking forward to the Celtic game Sunday if you're asking about a specific team in a match. Um, but outside of that, there's nothing else I'm, I've seen when I've been picking my teams where it's like, oh, that's a great game or I can't wait to watch that or anything. It's all just random games at this point. You've just this reminded me, actually, of something that happened last week which involved you. And I haven't even mentioned this to you, so this is the first time oh. you'll hear it. But I went to Fulham versus Man United last weekend. Shout out so rare for the ticket. Uh, that was that was that was a good result for United. Uh, we had to kind of keep it on the down low because um, we were in the Fulham end. Yeah. But I was sat next to someone else who also got their tickets through So Rare. Uh, he's one of the the big uh, Fulham collectors on the platform. So he got an email, got invited to the game, he got his tickets. So he was sat there, and we got talking about So Rare as you do. And he actually said that you, Quinny, got him into uh, So Rare through your content. And saw like you know like you're a Celtic fan. You picked up these Celtic cards, got your collection. Get to go and watch your team when they smash. Your your team smashes. It's like double, you know, double bang for your buck there. So he similarly went out and you know as a Fulham fan went and picked up a Fulham stack, which we were having a bit of banter about because he obviously hasn't won very much since he uh, he did that. But um, but yeah, I it just popped into my mind as you said that you know like go into the game, seeing them do well. You, like, and, and this is exactly what we were sat there doing last week, you know, watching the Fulham Man United game. We were trying to work out um, from his lineups who was going to be scoring well. Neither of us had phone signal in the game. But uh, but yeah, if you're listening, mate, big up. And uh, yeah, Quinny, you you managed to kind of Not talk bad. him into buying a team stack. Unfortunately, he supports Fulham. So it hasn't been particularly <laughs> fruitful for him. But we were saying the thing with yeah, Fulham's a stack that can win but that goalkeeper yeah. scores a lot of points midfielders have scored exactly, a lot of points yeah. in the team as well you know they're all right it was the point that you just made there of like the thing with playing a team stack is you one or two times a season you will absolutely smash and you'll win big but then if you play in a team stack and they don't you just you know your team's done for the whole weekend you're not 
you know you haven't got as many parts and moving parts that you can change around but the the benefits of it is you've only got one team you really need to focus in on the kind of team news get to know like who's getting selected fitness all that kind of stuff um so yeah i think that is the the added bonus that comes with maybe having um a collection that is heavy the team you support you really know don't you you know you've got a rough idea of who's going to start obviously a few of us didn't uh call matt o'reilly and being bench last weekend and i know that oh. that definitely killed off a few lineups killed off my u23 super air lineup but to be fair the rest of the lineup killed itself anyway so that is always nice isn't it on the flip side of winning having a team that smashes when one of your players lets you down in what you were excited when in a lineup you were excited for it's quite nice when the rest of the team absolutely has a mayor as well and in my case that my u23 super air was laughable last weekend after matt o'reilly captain was dropped didn't even come on for a few minutes uh I think Etienne Green let in a goal really late in the game, uh, lost his clean sheet. Frimpong had a minus 20 all-around score or something from like all of the kind of missed crosses he was putting in. So, yeah, I, overall, the team was a complete um, shower. And uh, I'll be hoping for better from any kind of U23 uh, super entry. I haven't had much joy in that division this season, but now Etienne Green is back. He does have a tough fixture this weekend. So I've got two goalkeeper options at Super at the moment. So, yeah, hopefully one week all the pieces will fall into place and we'll have a bit of end products to talk about again. But, um, fingers crossed. That's definitely fingers crossed there. Yeah. But Quinny, I think uh, we've come up to that, the magic hour, the hour mark. Um, thanks to everyone who's been in the chat. I think we've covered a lot here. We've had a lot to talk about, thanks to So Rare. Um, for the the great update, um, yeah, I think sentiment all around pretty good. A lot of people excited about the next few weeks, and we'll be buzzing to get that international week out of the way. I think, won't we? Yes, looking forward to getting done and dusted for sure. There's been so many. This feels like the fourth international break we've had, maybe the third, but it feels like there's been one every six weeks, which is probably actually what has been the case. But it's just been torture. So yeah, looking forward to this one getting done and dusted out of the way absolutely um but yeah everyone it's been a pleasure having your eyes and ears today um if you're listening in the future via the podcast or via quinny's youtube channel we're live on twitch usually on a thursday lunchtime midday one o'clock sort of time so you can find us on uh, twitch.tv forward slash plastician you can give us a free sub if you are a amazon prime user just link your twitch account to your prime and give us a, a free sub we love that uh if you are watching this on twitch now you can watch it back on Quinny's YouTube channel, forward slash Quinny3001. You'll find a lot of other content there as well. If you're not already following, subscribing, you know what to do. Go do it. Uh, what else is there? Give us a follow on Twitter, at mproductpod. And uh, on Instagram as well. We're trying to be a little bit more proactive in posting little clips and stuff. So if you do see us pop up on your, your feeds at any given time, drop a little comment or a repost. We love that. We're trying to get as active across all of our socials as possible. So thanks to anyone who's already doing all of that. Um, always good to have you on board. And uh, yeah, we look forward to catching you again next week. Fingers crossed with more tales of uh, some fantastic wins across the board from listeners and uh, hosts alike. Quinny, good luck this game week. We'll be keeping an eye out for you in, the, uh, in those uh, prize pools. And uh, to everyone listening, good luck. I uh, hope you smash the game week 
and uh, we'll be back again next week with another episode cheers everyone catch you up again soon <laughs>